As a reminder to all of our Empaths Without Borders listeners out there, Sarah and I are not mental health professionals. Although we're professional in other ways. <laughs> and this podcast is not meant to be clinical advice. Uh, this is just our own perspective and our own inner work that we have done. And we hope that you enjoy regardless. to Empaths Without Borders. I am, oh, dang it. Okay, sorry, you need to go back. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> hey, y'all, welcome back to Empaths Without Borders, the podcast where we make your problem our problem. I am one of your hosts, Gen C. And I'm your other host, Sarah. Um, this is the second time we had to take that uh, an intro just because I messed it up. <laughs> Maybe we'll just keep that intro because it's, I think, fitting for today's topic. <laughs> probably right. <laughs> so today we were going to piggyback off our last one when I was bringing up, does Sarah have ADHD? And I feel like at first Jen, she was like, oh, I don't, we're, we don't need to diagnose you. And then I think throughout the week, Jen, she's sitting here thinking. I've diagnosed myself. <laughs> she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe I have ADHD. And like... um, tangent girl, but no, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, and I'm like, there's been a couple of friends that I've talked to that have known me for a while, and I've, like, talked to them, I'm like, I think I have ADHD, and they're like, yeah, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> we, like, we're not at all surprised. Of course you do. <laughs> but not, like, the hyperactivity part of it. Yeah, um, attention deficit. Well, there used to be just two, ADD and ADHD, but now they they're all ADHD. Yeah, and like, um, you know, I, I'm not sure of, I guess, like the history of, um, like how the diagnostic process kind of like developed to what it is now, because it has changed. I do remember because when I was in elementary school in the early 2000s, um, it was like the diagnostic criteria was different. I think that it shifted a little bit in, um, I think it was 2011 or 2012 when the DSM-5 came out. Okay. They shifted it. And so now um, instead of being ADD and ADHD, it is just ADHD. And then they have three types. Um, well, I guess really two types, but then the third one is like combined of the first two. So there's like the hyperactivity Okay. Side of it, and then there's like the inattentive, um, disorganized. Those are like the two types, and then combined type. Gotcha. Um, and so I was like telling, I was telling Sarah that, you know, I was talking to my mom somewhat recently, and she said that when I was in elementary school that they assessed me for ADHD, but at that time, girls didn't have ADHD because it was it just kind of presents differently sometimes in females and um so they said that I did not have it and they lied <laughs> they lied because I absolutely <laughs> I absolutely have it and I know that I had like a big rant about like what does it even mean to have it which we can like go on we can like continue that conversation because like the only thing that this really changes for me is that it's just like kind of a, a very it explains something yeah and I think there's a lot of value in that sometimes of like I'll be reading something I'm like oh my gosh this 
explains my life so much like things yeah. make more sense now and like we talked about last week with labels it's not so much like oh I have this so now what it's like oh now I can find the right tools mm -hmm. and and again it just kind of explains like my example of when Sawyer was having all the temper tantrums like instead of making all these stories about it it was like oh he's upset because it's really loud and then I could address it and start to think like oh the first thing I should be thinking of is this sensory mm -hmm. and then I can help him instead of um oh he's just got this thing and we can't help it yeah so to me I wanted to quick talk about like like we were just talking about wh why it's important but like I was, I'm almost glad I didn't get diagnosed as a child because I was able to just grow up with it and now I'm 45 and I have only recently really started like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have ADHD, <laughs> <laughs> which explains a lot, but also um, I was able to figure out how to use it to my advantage mm. as I've grown instead of then just using it as like, well, this is what I have, or I can't do these things because that's not how my brain works. I've been able to figure out how to use those quirks to my advantage. Mm -hmm. And I want to talk about in a little bit, a TED talk I heard about, he never actually labeled these people ADHD, but it was kind of the same thing of how certain people can process, um, they can have like five things going at one time and so if they're stuck on one thing they just move to the next like I was talking about last week yeah and how that actually ends up being more productive mm -hmm. because you never just like trudge along and if you're stuck you have to like wait mm -hmm. and that speaker's point I thought was off he was off with this whole point but it kind of brought to light like just different people you can't make your mind do that or not do that it's just how certain people work yeah which honestly I mean I think that that just if if everybody in the world thought the exact same it would be very first of all very boring right and second of all I don't think it would be as productive right right because like diversity in how people like think and act um is what like makes teams stronger right and diversity in people too yeah I and i think that the downside of a label like adhd especially in kids is typically i think p certain people just have it i don't necessarily think it's like a disorder that they call it mm -hmm. <laughs> like it's just a different way to do things but then it gets caught up in school because you're supposed to just sit there and be quiet and be able to do one thing at a time. Mm -hmm. And a lot of kids, especially boys, can't do that. And schools, historically, were actually set up for girls mm. because boys were more likely to be out working. And so the, the kids that were coming to school were girls. And the way it's structured, and of course, in the beginning, most teachers were female, at least in U.S. history. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was structured for girls who were who could sit down and and study one thing and and mm -hmm. just sit still, and then we had a generation of boys that just suddenly got labeled with ADHD because they couldn't sit still, and that was my problem. So mm. when I was in grade school, I mean my parents laugh about this, but 
I couldn't not like I could not sit still in a chair and so I would sit like cross-legged and with my feet hooked on the back of the chair and I would like have my knees up and I would get in trouble all the time and this was way back before like now my kids go to even public school and some of the teachers have like bean bags mm-hmm. and reading nooks and or like um like the little pedals under the desks so yeah that you can like so we've come a long long way long like way. this was like in the 80s when you sit like all the desks are even in rows like even the teachers nowadays that still have desks they're like in circles and groups mm-hmm. and little things but we were like all in rows and you had to sit still and there was maybe a couple teachers in fourth or fifth grade that would let me sit on the ground because I couldn't sit still. That's nice of them. (laughs) But I remember school like so here I am a person who loves learning things and reading and like I'm just obsessed with like oh this makes me want to learn about this. But I hated school so much because I couldn't sit there. And it was like, I can't explain to you the torture I felt. (laughs) There was a Calvin and Hobbes cartoon where he's like trying not to look at his clock. He's like, I bet it's been like three hours. He's like, well, maybe I'll just guess an hour to be safe. Maybe 15 minutes just to be like really sure. And then he looks at the clock and it was like 30 seconds. That was my entire... 15 years of schooling oh my gosh and I just would cry on Sunday nights because I I liked school I liked being with my friends but I couldn't sit there all day and it was just like this feeling of being tortured but I also was very and I still am very messy Mm. and I would get my desk dumped like every couple days Oh, because I used to do that. Yeah. mm. (laughs) Yeah. And then, um, and I'm left-handed, and I write really messy and all these things. And so in college, for me, I was literally like, so here I am finally studying things I wanted to learn because I was like, well, maybe in high school and grade school, it's like I was one of those, like I didn't get great grades but the teachers were like well if she just apply herself like we know she's super bright and then like maybe she's gifted and she's just bored but then I was even sitting in classes then that I was interested in in college and I still couldn't keep my mind like I was Mm -hmm. just always thinking of something else or like what could I I could be doing so much more with my time being outside I could be like I had all these goals and ideas and I just hated it so one day in college I I was literally walking to go get tested for ADHD but I changed my mind because I was like what will that prove Mm -hmm. because I'm not gonna take medications for it so there's no point like basically yeah no I understand but I do I mean I do think that like having again that's kind of the point that I was making last week or whenever we did our last I can't remember time has no meaning for me (laughs) um oh yeah by the way Sarah Mm. and I are actually in person right now um we should just call this the overalls podcast because we're both wearing overalls and drinking coffee at 4 (laughs) p.m so it's a coffee podcast but in the evening but in the afternoon evening and we should have put whiskey in here, and then it could have been a combined. Because <laughs> this is going to be a lot of science and a lot of 
just talking, but... Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, because I was just I was just saying that I think that, you know, this idea of labels, I think that ultimately um, it comes down to a specific per- person's preference, right, on whether or not, like, they need that label, and not just with, um, like, an ADHD diagnosis, but with other things in their life as well. Uh, and along with that, I think that having a name for what it is can help you look up very specific things that you can help with, right? Like there's lots of different resources out there for people who, um, have ADHD or were diagnosed as adults. And it's like, this is how, this is how to live with this diagnosis as an adult. If you like, do not want to manage with medication, which it is fine to manage without medication. One of the number one things that they um, recommend for managing without medication is exercise. Oh, which, got that taken care of. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting, which, I mean, it makes sense if you think about it. Um, and again, like, I've interestingly chosen a path of life that is in a way the best thing for me and the worst at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I have a very unstructured day. day and career. First of all, as a stay-at-home mom for 18 years, but now just... I feel like I have to have even more, it's even less structured now mm-hmm. that the kids are in school because there's not even like a, I just have to feed the kids, keep track of them, yeah. clean the house. And so I have been able to use that to my advantage of like, oh, I can do a little bit of everything throughout the day. Like I clean an Airbnb and then I go fix something and then I have a consult and then I clean and then I read a book and then, and I love that part. Like I, I've never liked the structure of like a nine to five, but on the other hand, it's like the worst because it's me having to make my own structure. Mm, Yeah. There's no one telling me I have to go do things, which sometimes is helpful to be like, okay, like some people with ADHD might have to have a structured day because otherwise, you know, it's too chaotic. And that definitely happens to me a lot. Like Mm -hmm. I really have to work hard at, at, I call it like channeling the, the masculine energies like organization and structure. And so you could even call people with ADHD, they have more feminine energy because that's about creation and, mm. and non-structure yeah. and the masculine energy is about like, okay, but we have to have a plan and we have to write this down and we have to be organized and we have to have the schedule and the structure mm-hmm. and we have to keep track of money and we have to do this. And, um, so just, you know, if you can set up your life to make it work for you, even yeah. with with or without it, like, again, some... Well, I was going to say, like, I think that um, just with the way that I function, I am just, like, constantly um, barely meeting deadlines. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the deadlines are important for me because if there weren't deadlines, I would just keep putting things off. Sure. And so it is really helpful for me to like be in a structured system and it's really difficult, yes, to like make my own schedule. Um, one thing that I did in my undergrad, which I didn't realize that this was like, I guess a coping mechanism for, or like a way to manage, um, 
my ADHD symptoms, what I would do in college is I would like set aside study time and I would like treat it like work or Mm -hmm. treat it like a class where like you have to do this. Right. Um, it's not been very successful as in grad, <laughs> it's not been as successful in grad school doing well, that. Well, I would think, you know, even the shift from high school to college is like all of a sudden there's way less structure. But then I think grads from college to grad school, there's even less structure. Yeah. And more open time to like you have to be just doing what you're supposed to be doing instead of most of it's still in class. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that's that's really interesting. Yeah, so I'm just constantly living on on deadlines, um, which is good yeah. to have. <laughs> and again, like figuring out how it works, but it does cause me a lot of anxiety, which then makes me put off things less, right? Like or put off things more, if right. that makes sense. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm really anxious, so maybe I should try something to calm down. <laughs> I don't do anything. <laughs> I find one of the things that I is harder for me to manage is like how fast my brain shifts from one thing to the next and Mm. then it it's like forgetfulness yeah because I'm just not focused on those things like I'm my mind's like so all over the place Mm. that I often miss a lot of detail and like I just don't notice things and I I also forget a lot of things and if I like for me one of the coping mechanisms is I have to have lists and so that's like a weird like I'm unstructured but like I'm a list person but I have to have lists because if I don't then I totally forget but then sometimes I forget to look at my lists and that's bad because I think I remember what's on my list yeah I think um oh gosh I'm just trying to think like I really relate to what you were talking about with your your brain just kind of going 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 like all over the place. I I <laughs> the thing I really struggle with is I think of something that's tangentially related. Right. And then I it's just like this like endless cycle where I'll be having a conversation with somebody and then in my brain I'll like have like a billion different tangents that I'm I'm just thinking about. And then I like have some input, and they're like, "That has nothing to do with our conversation." I'm like, "No, no, no, but it does." It does. Let, let me explain it, and I, I have to like too. I have to go back. Right? I have to like tell people like, "Now that reminded me of this," so I'm going to tell which you. Which reminds me. So this that reminded me of this, which then was related to this, which is then like this story, and that's how this is related to the thing that you originally said. Right. And it's like okay. Um, but for me, another issue is like reining myself in because. I want to do so many things Mm -hmm. and I have so many interests that I can just go and go and go and like like right now Jinsey's been super busy with school but I've also been busy remodeling and it's like then that's all consuming and I can just like go for hours and doing that yeah and it's like the way (laughs) it's like like you know, you joke that you should call your, you should have called your best at Hound Inertia. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what I'm like. Like, I'm like, I feel very comfortable doing something and it's really difficult for me to get started. But then like this last week, there was a night where I um, had to, you know, I kicked it into high gear to get a paper done. 
And then I got it done like, I don't know, at like 10 o'clock at night. And I was like, well, I don't go to bed until one. So I should really just start on this next paper. Right. But I could, because like I was already in that mindset and I was like, well, if I'm in this mindset, yeah. I just have to keep going. I can't just like stop. Right. Right. So, um, and I feel like that with like activities too. It's like, yeah. if I'm doing this thing, then I'm just going to have to like keep going, going, going. Um, I actually have more like seasons of extreme productivity and then extreme tiredness and like I used to worry about that like how, why can't I just be more like kind of regulate regulated yeah. <laughs> but now again it's something that I embrace and mm -hmm. like just take advantage of the times when I am super productive which I call them seasons because they're long lengths of time oh like, yeah mine are not like that months, <laughs> like months like especially if the weather seems mm -hmm. to like drive that like if it's warm and nice mm -hmm. I like go into high productivity and then I used to like wonder what was wrong with me if all of a sudden I'm like I just don't feel like doing anything I kind of get restless I'm tired and now I'm like oh I have to just embrace that because this is how I rest and like yeah and I'm just gonna rest even though I know there's things to do because when I start to get that energy build up then I'll need that mm -hmm. so that I can be high productivity again yeah so I like I told you in the past couple years I'm like oh maybe I do have ADHD I just never thought about it and but you know again like I don't know if the label's that important to me except to be like oh my gosh yes oh I was gonna tell you too by the way that Speaking of labels, some people are trying to actually shift away from the label of ADHD and say neurodivergent rather than But doesn't that cover, neurodivergent can cover like a million different. Well, yeah, and that's the kind of the point. Like it's like more of a broad label than like something very specific. It could be autistic, yeah. sensory integration, and like, ADHD. And there's like some people that maybe don't like completely meet the criteria for, um, they say like autism, but have some like autistic features, right. quote unquote. Uh, and they can still like fall under like that um, neurodivergent right. like thing. So I don't know. I thought that was really cool. Continue though. I can't remember. Oh, you were talking about how you've taken ADHD tests. Oh yeah. So I'm like, I should just take some. And I don't know about the ones on the internet. Like you can quiz yourself, but there were like, I've taken several that are up to like 80 to 90 questions. And I'll get done and it'll be like, you answered 85 out of 86 questions. Mm. It's highly likely. So can I can I share what the DSM-5 sure. criteria for ADHD diagnosis is? So first of all, um, I think I mentioned this before, or maybe I ha maybe I didn't. I can't remember. I don't know what I don't know what happened yesterday, can, let alone like a week ago. But there's really kind of um, there's the three different types of um, ADHD types, I guess. And there's the inattention um, or the hyperactivity slash impulsivity. And then there's like the combined type. So um, for the inattention diagnosis, you need six or more symptoms of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So you need six of nine. All right. Are you going to read them? I mean, I can, yeah. Yep. So for the inattentive type, um, and it does say for children up to age 16, 
um, or five or more for adolescents age 17 years or older and adults. So five or more, Sarah. Um, Often fails to give close attention to details or makes careless mistakes in schoolwork, at work, or with other activities. Uh, Yes, 100%. Okay. (laughs) Um, often has trouble holding attention on tasks or play activities. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Often does not seem to listen when spoken to directly. Yes. My kids accuse me of that all the time. (laughs) They're like, mom, you, I just told you. I'm like, I don't, like, I literally don't even know that they were talking. And I try so hard. (laughs) I I, like try so hard to be present, you know, in the moment. And I'll put my phone down and I'll do the things and then I'm still like not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I do that too. <laughs> um, often does not follow through on instructions and fails to finish schoolwork, chores, or duties in the workplace. Example, loses focus, sidetracked. I mean, I guess maybe. I, I mean, I get, I get those things done. Mm-hmm. Um, I do get sidetracked though. And yeah, lose focus. So it's like I get I get it done, but it's kind of like my like I've learned to just switch things and then I can come back mm-hmm. to it. But I've also over time, again as a forty five year old, like I don't want to be a person who doesn't finish something. So I've made it a point to do it even if I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've self corrected that, but it's probably more my nature to. Like, even when I do, pro- like, remodeling, I'll get 95% of it done, but, like, the last piece of trim, and that piece of trim will never, ever go on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I would say yes. Um, often has trouble organizing tasks and activities. Yes. I just, I don't necessarily think that that one, I, that one applies to me. Um, I when can... I, when I, when I, it's not, I, I, when I sit down to actually like do it, I'll be able to like, I don't get like, it's easy for me to do like organizational things. Like I like doing mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. I certainly have things that I like to be organized or like, just because I'm not, I think this is what people don't understand sometimes is just because I don't necessarily come by it naturally. It doesn't mean I don't like it. Well, and like if. If I cleaned up our room really nice, it would I would like that. Uh-huh. But it's not like it's not like I'm not doing it because I don't want organization. Okay. Um I do think that for for me on this one, it's definitely I'm almost the opposite. I really I get like hyper fixated on mm. <laughs> on that kind of stuff. Um like with activities, I'm like if I'm going to plan something, if I'm going to plan an activity, like it's going to be exact. And I have like a timeline for like what it's supposed to look like. Um, so I don't, th- I don't necessarily think that that one is me. What was that? Um, five or six? That was, that was five. That was the fifth one. Okay. Um, often avoids dislikes or is reluctant to do tasks that require mental effort over a long period of time, such as schoolwork, homework yes absolutely (laughs) absolutely um i don't need to talk about that one (laughs) that's just an absolutely often loses things necessary for tasks and activities example school materials pencils books tools wallets keys paperwork eyeglasses 
mobile telephones. All of those. (laughs) (laughs) All of the above. (laughs) Which isn't everybody. Um, (laughs) isn't that normal, right? No. (laughs) I think, um, yeah, again with this one, I, (laughs) I think I've almost, like, overcorrect for this Mm. one or over I'm like I need to have I you should see my pencil case that I have for school it's like thick and it has like I have like 20 pens like like 10 pencils I have probably you know five post-it notes I have like I have like a charger for my phone my my bat my school bag has like but people joke they're like you have like everything Jinzy I have like ibuprofen I have deodorant I have like tied to go pens that would be what I would strive for but then I would forget I have any of those things oh I use all those things so I would literally like like, I'm constantly like, well, I'll just keep this in my car because sometimes I forget and then I'll have it. But then when I do need it, I don't remember I have it in my car <laughs> oh, or my backpack or even even for like a short trip. I'm like, I pack all this crap <laughs> and then I get home. I'm like, oh, I packed all these cool things I couldn't I know, use. I didn't even use them. So that's, that's really uh, probably telling for me. Like, yeah. But yeah, no, I think I'm I'm the opposite. <laughs> um, is easily distracted or is is often easily distracted. Yes. Yeah. Um. Absolutely. Um. Is often forgetful in daily activities. Yeah. I guess what does that mean? What does forgetful in daily activities mean? Well, okay. Here's an example. So the other day, every day I go and do this little route where I go pick up the little boys. And then sometimes feed our chickens. Mm-hmm. We have chickens all over town. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I have to run to the bank, and the bank's a few blocks from the school, so I'm going to pick up Axel, then I'll pick up Grady and go to the bank. And this happens like 99 times out of 100. I get home and I've forgotten to go to the bank. Mm-hmm. Okay. And sometimes I worry about my memory. Like, literally, I'm like, I legit will not know if i have alzheimer's because well I, that's how forgetful i am <laughs> well i guess i i guess i if you put when you put it like that i guess that 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 does happen because i'll be like oh yeah i have to go do I, yeah like similarly like oh i have to go oh or i have to return this thing I, like mm-hmm. this person lent me a book last semester mm-hmm. and i finished it and it took me until literally two weeks ago to return it because i kept like saying, I would say the night before a class where I have like right. share, share a class with them, I would be like, okay, I have to remember to take this book to class, and then I would forget it, and then I would see them, and I'd be like, crap, I forgot right. to bring <laughs> exactly. the book for like months, <laughs> for months, and I'm like, I should be better at this. Um, so I got six out of nine. I got nine out of nine. Oh gosh, Sarah. <laughs> so inattentive, prob- most likely, yes. Um, okay. Hyperactivity and impulsivity. I don't necessarily think that I have this I don't think type. I do either, but I haven't, like... But let's look at it. Um, so hyperactivity and impulsivity. So six or more symptoms. Um, I think that this one is nine as well. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I'm looking at them, though, and some of them are worrying to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, so never mind. <laughs> um, six or more for children up to age 16, and then five or more for adolescents and older adults. And, and just adults, sorry, not older adults. <laughs> Although that's, that's me. 
Um, often fidgets with or taps hands and feet or squirms in seats. <laughs> I don't tap or do those things, but I squirm in my seat. Yes, me too. <laughs> As per my story earlier. I still like sitting. If I have to take an airplane oh. ride for more than two hours, I just about die. Like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I don't. Do I like. You can't even shift. <laughs> it's awful. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely squirm in my seats, which I didn't really notice until recently when I um, there's some desks in some of my classes that are on wheels. And, like, that's dangerous because I'll, like, squirm and I'll, like, be, like, bumping into other people because I'm, like, oh, gosh, like, how is this happening? Um, Although, to be fair, I'm very small and my butt hurts if I sit too long. So that that maybe explains it. I, I, sure, sure, (laughs) Sure. sir. Um, (laughs) Often leaves seat in situations when remaining seated is expected. Yes. Like an airplane. Like an (laughs) If I could leave, I would. I, I don't think that that's an issue as much for me. Um, Which is why I, like, do not have a job where I have to attend meetings. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. absolutely. See? I just, now, again, as an adult, I've been able to choose a life that I can just avoid a lot of this stuff that I don't like. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, often runs about or climbs in situations where it is not appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always climbing. Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Adolescents or adult adults may be limited to feeling restless. <laughs> did okay. you do that as a child, though? I did. A, I loved climbing. Even okay, my parents <laughs> as like an eighteen month. I don't think we're gonna get to our other <laughs> our other thing. I think this is enough of a quiz. <laughs> it is the official criteria for the DSM. Um, they have pictures of me like eighteen months old, and I'm like standing on top of the dresser oh in my, my gosh. room. <laughs> climbing trees like I climb trees I yeah um I guess I don't like I guess restlessness I don't know I you know I I I don't know about this one I'm gonna say this one is a maybe um just because I'm not I guess between the first one like the the squirms and seats or fidgets and the restlessness, I feel like both of them are kind of like, like similar. Like, yeah, I, I do some things in both of them, but I don't know. Maybe we can give them both half points. Okay. <laughs> can I give them half points? And yes. then I just am at one total. Okay. Okay. I'm at what? Three out of three? Yes, I have. <laughs> um, often unable to play or take part in leisure activities quietly. No, I think I'm actually, I'm. I mean, I'm quiet. Like one of our kids is. Not quiet ever. Well, actually, I meant that. Jensie, I think even while I was just talking a little bit ago, she started humming. I did. I'm just like, I was like, wait a second. I need to amend that. I don't do a lot of chattering or humming. So if that's what they're talking about, I would have to say no. But it would just be more like, I'm not just going to sit and do one thing. Yeah, I definitely, I, I said I said no way more quickly than I probably should have thought about this because we were just talking about how, um, and I and I found out that like kind of the name for this in like the neurodivergent community is stimming. Like, so even like mm-hmm. using like stress balls or fidgets, that's like a, 
like a stim where mm-hmm. you're like trying to like it's basically like your body's way of trying to help get that dopamine like it's trying to do it's trying to like do something right so that you can like focus on whatever you're trying to focus on um but there is something called vocal stimming where you'll just like make weird noises or <laughs> mm. i whistle a lot i sing i i hum i like right, right. I, I do that a lot and um i'll get this is all another thing that i think that i <laughs> I think I have like some things I get really hyper fixated on, which is that not necessarily part of ADHD, but I think it also like it's. <laughs> I think it may honestly be like some because that's like something that's really uh, common in like autistic presentation. Mm. Um, but I get like really hyper fixated on music, like mm. like basically every week I'll just listen to the same like five songs like all like I'll just that's all I'll listen right. to and I'll just have like these songs that get like just get stuck in my head and I'll just like hum and sing them just like randomly like like if there's like a quiet moment I'm like I can't there nope there can't be quiet right. <laughs> I need I need to I need to sing or hum this thing that is like in my head and um then kind of how oh, was I gonna say I was something something related to that um Oh, and whenever somebody, so like, for example, Sarah said something earlier. I can't remember like what the context was, but Sarah said something like, well, that's not unusual. And I, and I started singing, it's not unusual by Tom Jones. Like, or (laughs) I do it. I've done it on this, on this podcast (laughs) where like Sarah will say something and I'll like start singing a song that has those lyrics in it. (laughs) I, that's like that's anyways that's my that's a hard yes okay um so i'm i guess i'm at like two i'm at three out of four i guess okay um is often on the go acting as if driven by a motor i guess it depends what they're talking about yeah i don't know either um maybe like very like like just like energetic you know like I feel like I could probably it's sometimes I do feel like I'm just always like okay let's go Woo! that's like let's go guys come on you know maybe I don't know though Sarah I think for you I don't know if I I don't know I'm gonna say yes for me okay um often talks excessively (laughs) that would be Jinsy that's that's a me also I can't put my finger up over it to change it's like that's Okay. <laughs> yes, I absolutely I talk excessively. <laughs> um, often blurts out an answer before a question has been completed. Um, in Jeopardy, I did, mm. but that was because I was trying to win. Um, and the animal people and environment concentration was cheaters. They were cheating, and so uh-huh. I was like, I need to answer this. I need to put my hand up before they even. I might do that sometimes, but not like I impulsively can't just more of like I don't I don't know if that one would apply to me either I'm gonna I'm gonna say no on that one um often has trouble waiting their turn I think as a child I did I gotten better though as an adult okay (laughs) that would be a very annoying adult that would be a very well yeah I I was probably a very annoying child um (laughs) my sisters can probably (laughs) 
attest to that. Um, but yeah, I had a really hard time like waiting my turn, and um, I also I just had I just had a lot of issues. Um, I guess. What's, what's, what am I trying to, what am I, um, well, actually that, yeah, never mind. I was going to say something, but I think it's, I think that's a different topic. Um, and then often interrupts or intrudes on others. Examples, butts into conversations or games. Mm. Sometimes, but I don't think it's like a hyper. Well, and like the, and to be fair, the, this does say that to an extent that is disruptive or inappropriate for the person's yeah. developmental I don't think level. so. Like, sometimes I find myself like, oh, I just interrupted that person. But it's a, this sounds weird, but for so long I was so quiet and, like, would wait to speak and mm -hmm. then the topic would turn and that drives me crazy now. And so, like, sometimes I end up, like, interrupting so that I can get in something without – being left behind, if that makes sense. Yeah. Some, I still sometimes, um, less often, like sometimes I'll be like, wait, go back to this thing that we were talking right. about. Um, but that's not, I guess, I don't, I don't know if that's like. I don't not, think it's like a disruptive, like, oh gosh, she's always in, like, people are like, she interrupts everything. No, and it's not like intruding on like a, the conversation. Right. Like you you're know? just butting in. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, so depending on whether or not those two half points count as full <laughs> points, I did get five. Okay. I didn't, I got like three or four. So yeah, I don't think I have that part. Okay. What's the. So then, um, basically what, what like the combination type is, is if you have enough symptoms of both criteria. Mm. So basically like they would do it separately, um, and so, like, for example, like, what we just did, I would then probably be combination type. <laughs> um, but they do say that predominantly inattentive or predominantly hyperactive, uh, that's, like, so, like, you would probably be predominantly inattentive because um, you did have some of the hyperactivity ones. Yeah, um, but I don't – even as a kid, I wasn't, like – I mean, I know kids that have the hyperactivity. I was never like that. Mm. It was more just, like, restless, but I wasn't, like, like that over-the-top intruding and interrupting mm -hmm. and, like, loud and, like, I can't control myself kind of. Like, I was still a really quiet child. Yeah. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure that, <laughs> I'm sure that that was that's very surprising for you, Sarah. <laughs> huh, crazy. Um, so I have an idea. Okay. We could pause our podcast. We'll take the t quiz. Oh, that's a good idea. And then we'll announce what then what we got. Okay, yeah, cuz there's yeah, cuz there's another one that we have that is like I think it's 7 or 9 ADD types. And just like a preface before we come back to this is that this is for entertainment purposes only. Yes, it is for entertainment purposes <laughs> only. And also there's some people that don't necessarily hold a lot of stock in this. Um, I just think it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and there hasn't been enough research to really say that this is like accurate. So yes, we'll pause really quick and do that. And then, um, yeah, and then we can talk. I have some interesting things to talk about or like interesting anecdotes to talk about um, 
why recently I've come to the decision that I probably have ADHD. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we will be back momentarily. Okay, we're back. Okay, Sarah, I'm anxiously looking forward (laughs) to hearing what you got. Okay, so we took the same test, Mm -hmm. and I thought the quiz was really interesting because it seemed to not just focus on ADD stuff. There was, like, other questions about different disorders, like depression, anxiety, borderline, narcissism. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of cool because it, like... You didn't necessarily like compulsive like, stuff too. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have all that, or like irrit- like extreme irritability, rages, like all this stuff. So I was interested to see what it would do because a lot of that I was like, no, I don't have, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mine says based on your answers, you have you may have classic ADD. Oh, okay, interesting. <laughs> so, okay. What was yours? Um, <laughs> based on my answers. I have a combination of more than one type of ADD. Uh. Overfocused ADD and anxious ADD. So we were right the first time. We were right the first time. So while I was waiting, I did take a different one. Can I read the the thing? Um, So for most people with this type, the core ADD symptoms are compounded by tremendous trouble shifting attention, predicting the worst, conflict avoidance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I mean, I have the hat. And fears but... of being judged. This type is frequently found in substance abusers and in children and grandchildren of alcoholics. Oh. Um, and then also has, like, just some of the traits. Some of them I don't necessarily have. Like, one of the traits is, like, social anxiety. I don't necessarily have that. But, yeah. like, obsessive, hyperfixation, um, excessive worrying, um, tense troubleshifting attention, um, frequently getting stuck in loops of negative thoughts, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Like I, like we've talked about, um, my issues with sleep. Right. And one of the things that I really, really struggle with is, um, not being able to like shut off those like really cyclical, like negative thoughts. So, well, and some, like we've talked about too, a lot of those types of things have so much overlap with other real world issues of like, nutrition Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. um just inner work stuff yeah that may or may not like this is how my brain works or not like there's so much overlap my traits were pretty predictable inattentive easily distracted disorganized (laughs) 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 restless hyperactive impulsive but I honestly that's one that I don't yeah I don't I mean you don't think of me as it's I'm not an impulsive person but I guess I do you impulsively bought a Mini Cooper. I did. <laughs> I was there for that one. Well, what I, it's not an, it's like a, once I decide, like I'm very intuitive doer. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, here's what I'm going to do. And then I just do it. Yeah. And that's like, I was telling my friend, that's how I operate. And 90% of the time it works out really well. Mm-hmm. 10% is a disaster. Yeah. Well, and like that actually is kind of like my results kind of like it it makes sense for me I I was just talking about how I get like sometimes overly fixated on things like I have hyper fixation and I did look this up and apparently like hyper fixation can be a symptom of ADHD or something that is like kind of had in conjunction Mm -hmm. but it's not necessarily seen as like a diagnostic criteria and some people don't necessarily like it's like kind of 
it's like difficult but I absolutely hyper fixate on things like this is kind of the anecdotes I was like tell I was talking about I had a feeling that this was this <laughs> this result was gonna come up because I really do hyper fixate on things like for example video essays on YouTube the other like two two or three weeks ago I ended up watching this two-hour documentary on NFTs on YouTube mm -hmm. like or like the one that one time that I told you I <laughs> watched a 45 minute video about how to cut every type of cheese right. and what you should pair it with those are the things I get really like I get See, really and I'd be like two minutes in I'm like this just is... tell me like the gist and all like okay got it moving on with my life no like I'm like I need well and then I'm like as soon as I learn something I'm like oh my gosh I need to know everything about that I'm like right. okay so th these cheeses I need to like you're telling me that this is a Belgian cheese I need to learn the history of it I need to know like how it got its name I need to know if it's cow or sheep milk like I'm like I'm so, I get so fixated on stuff and then when it comes to like TV shows my friends can attest to this I so I lived with um, two of my best friends for like four five four or five years and if there was any if there was like I watched like a TV show or something like that like you know true crime documentaries or just documentaries in general I would need to figure out everything like every fact about it and then I'd be like I know that I was like I know that you're probably not gonna watch this thing and you're probably not interested but I just need to tell you about it and I just have these long conversations just spouting everything oh, about, like all the facts I'm just like I need to get it all out there I just need you to know and I try to condense everything like I need to, I'll condense it for you but I just need to get it out there um but yes, I very much so hyper fixate on okay. things, and that's one of the things that <laughs> that was something I do not have a problem with. <laughs> it's it's, it's <laughs> quite the opposite. It should be more fixated on. It's very fun though, because like, I, I I feel like so you're I, learning how to use it in a fun way. Yeah, I'm I am like the person who has all of the fun facts because I get so hyper fixated on things mm -hmm. that I like consume all of this information I like binge this information and then it's like bleh, just like I just it just comes out of me um yeah so anyways that's so this is interesting mine I liked this test because it came up with a little couple tips for action and even like natural ways to help like we talked about structured goal setting mm -hmm. music Intense exercise, which I do hit every day, and then a diet in higher quality proteins and fats, which is pretty much the diet I preach anyway. And then it says I should be getting two to four thousand milligrams of omega three fatty acids, which I don't have, but I should. But also, I, I'm I'm really wondering if this thing, this like site, is a site for supplements because oh, I'm sure <laughs> because then I could, it could be like, see, you need some, so come buy but some. But I us. like that they're giving you that. And not just like medicating because I'm all into like the natural ways because it's about dopamine. Mm -hmm. um, and oh, here's something that it triggered to remind me of. So stimulating. So you know how one of the treatments for ADHD is Ritalin, which is speed. Yeah, it's an amphetamine. Yeah. And so but then it helps certain people calm down. And I have noticed this is one thing that. Yeah, I mean, sometimes coffee makes me, like, jittery or talkative, mm -hmm. but it actually calms me down and alcohol stimulates me. Oh, yeah, we talked about this, yeah. And so, I like, often at the end of the day, I'm feeling super tired, and 
alcohol will make me feel more peppy instead of that's dangerous yes um but like a natural thing instead of a stimulant is green tea ginseng and tyrosine yeah like uh, because green tea has a lot of the l-theanine in it i knew i that's there's my fun there's my there's my hyper fixation coming in (laughs) to the rescue so i took another quiz on psych central for adults and i scored 50 out of 58 I mean, I think, I think we, I think we like have established that. Yeah. It was like anything over 40, it's likely. And I had 50. Yeah. So Um, I just didn't have, it was almost the identical tests. So I think most of these are pretty legit, but the only, the things that I didn't were like the excessive, Mm -hmm. like chattering and but that's well, why i podcast maybe <laughs> i'm excessively chattering on my podcast well you just get it all out in like one go right yeah and then i'm like all quiet and you're like okay i've expanded all of my i'm energy. like grady i'm like i spoke my 2000 words today oh little buddy did i he won key student of the month last month Aww. you'll never guess what the key of the month was thank grady um Something engineer-wise, like build, no. like math. It's more of like a personality trait. Um, attention. Like he was able to keep attention. Flexibility. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like what he was, what goes was... with the flow. He just takes it yeah. life as it comes. What was Axel's key student? Failure he... leads to success. <laughs> I. They need to rename it <laughs> but just like you don't give up at first oh, he you don't is, succeed he is try, very try again he is very tenacious so yes. <laughs> that, make, that makes sense now that you now that you say that like that because axel is a lot like me when i was a kid um i don't know if we told this story in the podcast before but when i was a kid i used to have uh, when I did not win at something, I used to get very, very angry. <laughs> like, Pretty Pretty Princess was my favorite game. And um, your wife and I used to play, and she would, like, win. And I would just, like, scream, like, I'm the prettiest pretty princess! Because I didn't <laughs> want her winning. Um, and Axel's very much like that. So yes. that's a little bit surprising to me, but maybe it's good. Um, I turned out okay. You turned out okay, and you don't do that anymore, which is a <laughs> plus, because we play a lot of games with Jinsey, which we wouldn't if she were still like that. <laughs> that's good to know. But it was super funny, because they do a little pizza party for the kids, and the parents can come. And this was the first time in two years the parents were allowed to come. Oh, wow. But it's always a very awkward little party because there's three kids because there's only three, like one kid from each grade gets picked by okay. their teacher. And so there's three kids total and me and one other dad and the principal. And we sit in a room and like, like hey. awkwardly eat pizza. <laughs> That's, that is really awkward. <laughs> but then, you know, it just made me chuckle because Grady's like, you know, you go with the flow. And he's like the most laid back kid ever. He is. Once in a while, like, unless it he's not, then it's like, you're not going to budge him. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, she ran, they had pepperoni and cheese and then everyone kept getting more pieces. And she's like, everyone picked the last pepperoni. And she's like, Grady, what do you want? And he's like, I'll just take cheese. Like, he, he's just so like, well... Like, why would I care about that? Yeah. Oh. It was so funny. Like, yep. 
That's why he won. Poor, poor kid. He's so fun. He was a, a riot, but quiet. Yeah, he's just very... Well, and this is where he's... He talks the least out of any child we have. But he's so observant. Mm-hmm. So the other day I had this box cutter that fell apart. Like, if you unscrew it, you can take it apart, but there's like six pieces. And my... Uncle, our uncle and I were like, my uncle? <laughs> he is my uncle. What are you talking about? He's actually my man. What was Sarah? <laughs> my, she just said my uncle. <laughs> we couldn't like figure it out. So we're like, let's just get a different one. And then Grady got home from school and like, I didn't even know it, but he put it back together. Oh, <laughs> He's like, I can do this. He's like, this. He's like, oh, this is easy. This is easy. Anyway, I that's a digression, but um, we digress a lot, so I think that's okay. I think we just proved why. Yeah. <laughs> so what? What what's we our should, plan going for? <laughs> we should name this one like, why do they go on so many tangents? Seriously. Answers found here. <laughs> Seriously, like, like mm, it's it's. It's bad. Well, um, I like the takeaway of like certain supplements I could do that might help because I'm into nutrition. Mm-hmm. And and I think just like we've been talking about, like, how do you, it's not a cop out, you know, no. like on one hand, I'm like, there's just some things that can't change. Like my yeah. brain does not work this way and it, I can work really hard at it. It's still not good. It's not like a, I could learn to be... You know, and I've had to learn to be things, but yeah. So it's not like a excuse, but it's also like this is just an understanding of like. I guess I liken it to, in a way, like I'm left-handed. Like I could force myself to write with my right hand, but my body wants to use my left hand. <laughs> so yeah. But then just using. How can you use it to your advantage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. And what can you change and what can't? And what do you just embrace and be like, okay, this always happens. Like I said, so maybe I don't get a desk job where I have to sit still for nine hours mm-hmm. because I can't do that. And, or if I, I could, cause I've done it, but I wasn't very happy. So finding yeah the job that I don't have to sit down in meetings uh-huh. works for me. See, I feel like what I should do is I should just go on Jeopardy. Because I have, like, (laughs) (laughs) we've we've reached two very different conclusions. (laughs) Because I get hyper fixated on things, and I learn about a lot of things, and have a lot of, like, random useless knowledge. I think you could be on, like, a music Jeopardy, for sure. Yeah. Like, name that tune. (laughs) Yes. Or, like, name the band that... No one else knows about. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I can't believe you haven't heard. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm constantly like, you haven't, like, Sarah, like, you know this song? And you're just like, no. I'm like, we need to do some musical education, <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> um, anyway, we should probably wrap things up. Yeah, we probably should. Um, I don't know. Do you have any last thoughts, Sarah? <laughs> No, I think we've covered, it's been a good journey today. Yeah, I think so too. I I have lots of, I have lots of examples of weird hyperfixations that I've had, but <laughs> I will not go down that okay. rabbit hole. 
Um, maybe I'll tell you afterward. <laughs> well, you were, I guess the one thing, you know, you had mentioned, like, even when you were little in the early 2000s, but I went to school in the 80s and 90s, and so that just wasn't, you know, they've done so much more even for kids that are pretty neurotypical with schools, and, like, I just look back and think, like for a few years, we sent our kids to a Montessori where they mm, didn't mm-hmm. have desks and they got to, they like could plan their own schedule. So it's like if you're not feeling like doing your math, you go do something else and then you can come back to your math. And they learned how to plan and execute and not just like, okay, here's what we're all doing and you have to do this and this and this. And, and if you're, and vice versa, if you're like really in the zone and like, getting knocking out like you're writing because you're feeling good about it you can keep doing that Mm -hmm. and just how how I'm like if I had had that as a child how much different my schooling would be because I feel like I wasted I mean I'm not trying to blame myself but I did waste most of my schooling because I couldn't focus and pay attention so I was just Mm -hmm. kind of off in la la land most Mm -hmm. of the time not listening yeah and then I look back I'm like all this knowledge I could have been gaining, but that's just not how I was able to learn. Yeah. Well, and, like, I, again, I kind of had, like, an, the opposite experience in school. Um, besides, okay, like, I, I apparently, like, had a hard time learning how to read, like, which kind of makes sense looking back now. But I had a hard time learning how to read, but then, like, as soon as I did learn, I just, like, I started mm-hmm. reading a lot. But school was always something that was, or at least, you know through to 12th grade it was very easy for me I didn't really have to do a lot Mm -hmm. of work and then I think that the reason why a lot of like I'm like I'm noticing these things more often is that now that I'm at like a higher level uh, I'm in higher levels of education it's coming out more because I'm being challenged more yeah and I think that that's why like it's like I'm like oh gosh this something's something's wrong (laughs) so yeah like I think that like um School is just, like, is really interesting, just in general. We should just have a whole conversation about school, right. honestly. We should bring in our aunt. <laughs> My aunt. Our aunt, who was a um, gifted teacher for a really long, yeah, for, like, her, almost her entire teaching career to talk about it, because we had a very interesting conversation. Um, yeah, and I like thinking about, you know, what grades really mean and how, yeah, the whole that whole thing. I have a lot of feelings about school. Yes, me too. But okay, well we'll we'll end there. But everybody, please make sure that you like, subscribe, share, rate, review, and listen, and listen, and come come with questions. We're gonna do a Q and A here again soon because those are really fun. Yes, and it can be about anything. Yeah, absolutely. Just ask us a question about anything. Um, yeah, and. That's what, why are you looking at? <laughs> why Bucha is the turning point. That's a place in Ukraine, Sarah. Uh, <laughs> it's, not. Not, it's not kombucha. <laughs> Although I see where your, your head is at. Anyways. That's how the kids call kombucha. They used to call it bucha. Yeah. But it's, it, yeah, I think it's buka. Oh, it's in, right. It's <laughs> Ukrainian. It's a whole different thing, I guess. Okay. Well, we digress again, but (laughs) goodbye, y'all. Bye.